Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, 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 yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Well, well, well. Good morning. Monday morning. Richie here with Marla. Bill Dean, formerly of CBS. Sign up for the uh, the uh, health new health care plan, and uh, this is Richie along with Marla. She'll be here shortly. And Bill Dean, formerly of CBS News and the editor of our Missing News, Bill, how are you today on a Monday before Christmas? Merry Christmas to you, Bill. Okay, well, I'm glad that we're doing it. You know, we didn't have to do this uh, just before Christmas, but uh, we got a lot of news. Yeah, yeah. Important. There, there is quite a bit of news out there, and one of the uh, one of the things that uh, the government is doing for all Americans is wishing you a very, very Merry Christmas by informing you today is the last day that you have to sign up for Obamatable's health care plan. That's right. They gave you one extra day, Renegade Nation. You should be thrilled, and you should be extremely happy that they did that. The key deadline well, is today. Yeah, you see, this uh, it's it's really difficult because uh, everybody's got a different story. Maybe mm. maybe they've uh, maybe they've had a cancellation of their insurance policy. Maybe theirs runs out in the first of uh, the year, and uh, you don't know whether you're going to have Obamacare on the first day of the year or not. And there's also uh, real real questions about uh, supposing uh, you. You've been treated for cancer for for five years or something like that. Is uh, is your insurance policy, which is now going to be a new one, are they going to say, "Hey, that's uh, that's something that you already had. We can't uh, we can't take care of that." Mm-hmm. Uh, there are mm-hmm. going to be so many problems. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. different. So different. And people, people that were told by their insurance companies it's only going to be 350 extra dollars a month. Uh, what are you complaining about? They're now coming back and saying, oh, well, we're sorry. Uh, you have to pay $800 a month uh, because of uh, some rigging that uh, Obamacare has just added to us. They've been adding a lot of things and changing the law as they go along, Renegade Nation. It's absolutely unbelievable how if this doesn't work, we'll just change the law and then it will 
will work. Well, let me tell you something, and we've been telling you for a long time about this, and a lot of other talk show hosts have also done the same thing. The prospect of sticker shock after January 1st, when those who sign up for policies now that begin getting coverage, is seen as a looming problem for a new national system that has been plagued by trouble. Plagued! It's one, absolutely... One I mean, thing about, the, about this is that is that they've changed the rules so many times people just don't know what they've got and um and they, I, Bill. I can understand you know if you went to a store and you bought something or you were going to buy it and the person is trying to tell you this is the way it works and then <laughs> they make a mistake and then they say oh well let me try it this way maybe i can show you to make it work this way uh this is the way it's going of course you're just going to walk out of the department store and go someplace well else. bill you know what it but comes we, down we but, can't go anyplace else bill the thing is everybody is deeply clueless about what's going on. Because here's why. Renegade Nation, this is a very simple common sense answer. They, the government, and Abominable Care, did not educate the American people as to what the hell was in this law. And now you're starting to find out. And these people that had insurance or don't have insurance, it's so complicated and so complex that nobody understands it. Hospitals are worried that those who rack up uncovered medical bills next year won't be able to pay them. And that'll be perpetrating one one of the problems that the new healthcare system is supposed to solve. The new federal and state health insurance exchanges offer policies ranked as bronze and silver and gold and platinum. And these bronze options have the lowest monthly premiums, but these very extremely high deductibles, which we are getting um, responses back, Bill and Marla, uh, due to um, Renegade Nation, due to the increased deductibles up to $7,500 a year, which most people can't afford. In fact, a lot of people can't afford. So, you know, the the show that we did back on October 3rd, the biggest banks heist in history is evolving right now in front of your face and you are going to have to pay these bills and today is the last day today is the day they gave you one extra day to sign up and if you don't sign up the irs is going to hunt your ass down and they're going to have penalties out the gazoo and you're going to be stuck and that's it and so you're going to be penalized yeah Uh, you you just don't have a choice here and remember when they said you can have your own doctor you know you can have physician and uh, here, you don't even know if you're going to have any doctor at all. Uh, it's just ridiculous that you're going to be paying so much money. And, uh, you know, and uh, as, you, as you just said, Rich, uh, you know, seven $7,000 before it would pay off. Before it would and pay off, yeah. even worse than that. Right. In California, this is a woman complained in an online post at her state's health marketplace. She's saying, how is this affordable? It's, yeah, it's right. not affordable. And that's why I have a difficult time. The The White House doesn't like uh, the name Obamacare. Uh, you can understand because every time you hear it, you get associated with the president. But yeah, that that I, I cannot say affordable care because uh, it's not affordable. It's not a form. Uh, it's not affordable. I have a choice between Obamacare and affordable care, and I'm going to. I'm sorry. I'm going to call it Obamacare. Hi, Marla. Just shut up. Hi, Marla. Hi, Richard. Good morning to you, Marla. Hi, Bill. The world has been waiting for you. Yes, everybody's been waiting for you, Marla. Obamacare, Renegade Nation, let me say this one thing about Obamacare. It's nothing more than complete control over we the people and the wealth redistribution. The simple fact that Obamacare, the nation, the, the nation cannot afford 
it, it can't afford it. The only aspect of the economy that is improving is that part being financed by the Federal Reserve through uh, QE Finity. The remainder of the economy is struggling. It is that struggling reminder, the middle class, that is being expected to finance abominable care, and they can't afford it. Whether the social engineers suck the funds through enrollees, IRS penalties, or by adding to the nation $17 trillion debt, it doesn't matter. The nation cannot afford this. Gear up for a very painful ride, and you better have a very Merry Christmas, because people, and remember, every politician who put you on this train wreck you better show up at the polls in November of 2014. Good luck to everybody. You know, I, I hope I hope that your family gives you envelopes full of dollars. You're going to need it. Need them. Yeah, you, uh, a lot of people are not thinking about this, and they are going to be socked hard in the in the mouth, in the face come January 1st. The, the one thing one thing that they're very very consistent about uh, that Obama has been consistent, and that is this whole system is going to come tumbling down if I, he says, if I don't have seven million Americans How many does he have, Bill? who work and who can pay for the poor people in addition to paying for themselves. And as of today, while he's counting 14 states that uh, people are signing up quicker uh, than they are for Obamacare, but in these 14 states, they, uh, people are lined up to buy it rather than uh, buying uh, Obamacare. And what he does, he adds in the figures of the states and uh, calls that Obamacare as well. Uh, uh, and uh, it's not true. Uh, that's how he gets his million figure. The, uh, fewer people are signing up in, for Obamacare in the 36 states than uh, people are signing up in the 14. Hey, Bill, I have a, Bill, I, Bill, I have a question for Obamacare. you. Bill, I have a question for you. Is it going to take the left's biggest voting bloc, the poor and the low-income minorities, to take to the streets to get this to... to um, you know, well, you what, know yeah. what this thing was supposed to do, that the poor have been going to the hospitals for a number of years. It was passed uh, that you cannot, that the hospitals cannot turn you away. I remember as a kid that they used to have horrible headlines. Somebody was really in bad shape and they went to the hospital. They didn't have their medical insurance and they, and they were turned away. That ended. That was pretty horrible, and that ended. So people today, uh, you could just walk into an emergency room. Maybe you got to sit there all day long, but they got to take you. And uh, now under Obamacare, uh, the president wants you, uh, if you've been working, mm -hmm. to not only pay for yourself, but for pay, uh, to pay for these uh, poor people that hey, don't hey, have it. Hey, Bill, do you think the bankruptcy rate's going to go up over this whole thing? Do you think uh, bankruptcy will be a big uh, option here for a lot of people? Well, one of the things I think is is that corporations are very smart to, uh, in fact, the little guys are very smart not to get involved in this thing. And, and uh, companies that did have insurance for their employees are, not, are trying to get out of it. Because once they get into it, then there's going to be new regulations coming along and uh, maybe they won't be able to get out of it. Um, we have a we have a real problem with this thing now. Uh, what is going to happen when I mean this is going into effect? And what what is going to happen? Obama does not have his seven million payers. He only has a, about uh, 
uh, a million of them if he counts the states. Well, Bill, they the, changed the, the law. Bill, Bill, they changed What's everything. Happen? Where's the money going to come from? Well, I, I don't know where the money's going to come from, but they keep on changing the numbers uh, every day, and, and nobody knows what the hell's going on. I, I, you know what I think? I think that as long as our banking over, you know, the, the banking, uh, the elite, the um, the banksters, and the government elites are benefiting, uh, you know, that, 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 that's where all this is coming from. Renegade Nation, it's the biggest bankster heist ever. They are going to take that money off the streets, and I don't know where the hell it's going to go. But there's a lot of money at stake here, and you don't know what the hell's going on. And then when you have seven thousand and eight thousand dollar deductibles, and you have out of pocket expenses, and you have to pay three, four, five hundred dollars a month. There's a lot of people complaining to us. We've heard it. We see it on Facebook, on the social media. We see it all over the place. And the will of the people is, screw you. We're going to do what we want, and we're going to do this. And now a lot of people are finally starting to wake up, Bill, because now it's coming out of their pockets. And I, that's what I said October 3rd on Renegade. I told you, this will hit when the money comes out. When you start, you, you are forced to pay for the health insurance and that amount of money. Oh. It will finally wake up people. But nobody has been awakened for the whole time. All of the talk show hosts have been talking about it. Nobody has said anything. And today they give you an extra day. Well, Thank you so much, Mr. Obama, for uh, giving the Americans one extra day to sign up. And if you don't sign up, apparently, the way I'm reading it, you're totally screwed. And who knows what the hell's going to happen after that. That's my take on it. Yep. And that's how I feel, Bill. It's terrible. The redistribution yeah, uh, from the average uh, schmuck. I think, I think the only way out, uh, if he's going to maintain his commitment, is to uh, go to Congress and say we need... Uh, we need Hundreds of millions of dollars to keep Obamacare afloat. Well, you know, don't forget uh, to include a fine, a fine chance when he goes to the Republican House. Bill, don't forget to include the wealth redistribution from insurers to the politicians to get on the exchange. Also, include the wealth redistribution from the hospitals looking to get paid by the government, and from medical innovators, quacks, and the wackos looking to get their medical device and procedures and drug approved by the government. Politicians will, will be looking at campaign contributions and making their decisions. This is all coming down. And finally, one other thing. Don't forget to include the wealth redistribution from the taxpayers to the bureaucrats who administer Obamacare and its hundreds of panels and boards making bureaucratic decisions about your personal medical care, Renegade Nation. Money they all get from you. From you. The taxpayer. I don't need to. Well, I don't, I don't need to get myself upset anymore. Just, uh, marginalize this thing, so uh, you know. Marginalize what? It's 20, so only twenty-five percent of uh, of what you might need in a hospital will be paid for. What pisses me off, uh, Renegade Nation, uh, is that the media. The ostrich media, CBS, ABC, NBC, the the cable networks, and the, all of them did not did not educate you, did not say anything about this right up until the last possible moment. And then everybody started screaming and yelling, but they didn't educate you. They didn't want to educate you. That's why they didn't tell you anything about the law. There were people and politicians out there and talk show hosts that were trying to explain this as we were over the last couple of years and nobody wanted to hear about it. I can tell you by the numbers. They don't want to hear it. They click out. They don't want to listen to it. But you're going you're gonna to have to pay up now. It's not going to be happy. You're not going to be a happy person. You better have a Merry Christmas and a very, uh, well, I don't know, Happy New Year maybe on New Year's Eve. But after that, Bill, I don't think uh, it's going to be too happy. Um, well, the myself. taxation is going to be so high and people don't realize it. 
So enjoy Christmas, but uh, yeah. brace yourself because it, it's going to be it's heavy not, taxation next year. All right, we're going to take a break. Renegade Nation, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the, uh, the amount of problems and injuries uh, over in Afghanistan. Uh, that are not being reported by the media. Bill's going to get into that. He did some invest- investigative reporting and found out that they're not reporting the truth about how many veterans have been hurt overseas fighting that war. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We got Richie and Bill, Dean from New York, and Marla, and uh, we'll be right back. Here's Pink. Finally, there's a tape series your stuttering child will completely understand. It's called Rockin' to Phonics. With Rockin' to Phonics, your child will learn correct word and sentence structure from rock legend Ozzy Osbourne. Listen as Ozzy teaches the ABCs and proper American diction. No matter what level of learning disability your child has, Rock and the Phonics will keep them occupied for hours. Plus, you'll hear for yourself that there can be a future for your little stuttering, stammering bastard. Order Rock and the Phonics today. To order, have three credit cards ready. Call 888-STUTTERING-KID. Call mom. Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, Merry Christmas, Renegade Nation, to you and your family. Richie here, along with Marla, Bill Dean out of New York, formerly of CBS, the editor of Our Missing News, talking about health care. We're going to continue on about the unaccounted wounded of the Afghan and the Iraq wars. Bill's going to get into this. Some investigative reporting here. Bill's going to let you know exactly how many people were injured and what is really going on. Tears for fears. Here they are. Wow. It's like that... people are out there buying. Nobody's working, huh? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're spending their welfare checks. They're spending their welfare checks. Anyway, uh, Bill has uh, uh, did a uh, report on our missing news, Renegade Nation, and this is one of the um, subjects that the media does not talk about whatsoever. They just show you the compassionate stories here and there to make you feel warm and fuzzy, but they don't t- they don't tell you about the unaccounted wounded in the wars over the past twelve years. So, Bill, give us a give us an insight of what, what the hell is going on here. Well, they like to show that it's only about 4,400 who were killed in Iraq, and that's true. They can count that. They, you know, you're either dead or alive, and the dead, they can count the dead. And when they bring them into Delaware, uh, they know how many are coming and all of that. But uh, I often wondered about the wounded. They never talk about the wounded. Yeah, they never do. And uh, so I uh, started doing some investigation on this thing. How many were wounded in uh, in Iraq and in Afghanistan? How many? Well, as it turns out, the Pentagon says that it was 32,226 that were wounded in Iraq. And that avoids um, uh, counting those veterans with brain injuries. They only they only count if you if you've been shot and a helicopter has to come and rescue you and uh, they take you to a hospital. Uh, then, then they count you. But if uh, if it's not an immediate reaction, if you're not, uh, if you if, like, if you have brain damage, for example, they don't know that right away, uh, and you ju- they don't count that. They just they just count it, uh, count the the uh, ones that have been wounded. And if you're there and you say that I'm going to fight with my buddies, I don't want to go in that helicopter, uh, then they don't count you. It, mm-hmm. It's an immediate reaction. If, you, if you're wounded uh, and they put you in a, a medevac, uh, that, that's, that's, uh, you are counted. You are among the 32,000. All right, I don't. Uh, are but, they, okay, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you a question. Are they are they counting uh, depression in there, and also also the uh, um, post traumatic stress disorder? Are they counting that? Yeah. Well, they're they're not counting that among the thirty two thousand. That's what I'm saying. And I mean, that's that a, that's an injury. Not. And if you stay there, what I what I started to say, if you stay there and you're fighting, you say, I'll take a tourniquet and I'll keep fighting with my buddies, mm-hmm. which a lot of guys do. Uh, that's not counted either, because then they say, well, we didn't immediately pick you up, so you're not wounded. Uh, they, they play all kinds of games. Games, yeah. And we have found out that uh, if, if they really want to tell us what it is, they don't. It may be hidden away in, uh, in a Pentagon desk somewhere, but it's 500,000 approximately. And I've gone to a number of sources here, and as unbelievable as that is, uh, we've got, uh, it avoids counting uh, those veterans with brain injuries, and uh, there are 229,000 cases of mild to severe traumatic injury mm-hmm. from the two wars. Uh, Rand Corporation uh, says that 14% uh, tested positive for post-traumatic brain injury, another 14% for major depression, with 19% having probable traumatic brain injury from deployment. Uh, of the 1.5, I didn't know that this many were in Iraq and Afghanistan. Of course, they all weren't there at the same time. But that seems like that's more than uh, 
than we're in Vietnam, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It sure does. Uh, 1.5 million American vets of a nine-year Iraq war, an estimated 200,000. 200,000 are expected to have major depression and 285,000 are experiencing probable traumatic brain injury. And this is coming from the RAND Corporation, so they're doing yeah, st- that, tests and that, studies on this. This is highly respectable. Now, here's, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm sourcing this stuff. Uh, the highly respectable New England Journal of Medicine found shortly before the end of the Iraq War, 15% of the ground troops lost consciousness or experienced altered mental status. 17% reported non-combative injuries. That that would figure a total. When you add all that up, you got 480,000 Iraq vets were injured one way or the other. Are, are I, I, I have a question. Is it only Iraq that we're talking about, or we're talking uh, about uh, both uh, of them? The reason, uh, the reason we're hesitating, it would be more if we get into Afghanistan. Some of these numbers are Iraq and and Afghanistan, but mm-hmm. you got to remember we're still fighting in Afghanistan, right? And that's yep. why we really can't give you the numbers. The numbers are even going to be higher when that's over. How come? Uh, I, I have a question, Bill. How come the the big the big media, you know, media monsters, don't report on the uh, what is really going on here with the wounded? Soldiers. Well, don't you think that would discourage a young uh, 17, 18 year old from joining him? Yeah, lining up. Yep. There you go. Uh, and uh, then we might get a. They might get a call. The networks might get a call from uh, the White House saying, "Hey, you know, uh, you better not do that anymore." Yeah. Don't. 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 Yeah. Just, just slide by that. Don't. Don't bring that yeah, up. Right. And, uh, and I got to tell you, uh, working for big media, uh, they for a number of years, uh, you get to know what you can do and what you can't. Well, talking about this injury thing, Carl Higby, who does a show in Renegade and, and Renegade Nation, he's running for the fourth district uh, in, for con- in Congress uh, for the state of Connecticut, and he's a former Navy SEAL. He served uh, over there in Afghanistan. I think it was two tours, but he has uh, injuries, and uh, he has said on the air over and over again that uh, he's been waiting for his uh, the money he's been waiting for medical care and it's been uh, I think about a year maybe two years out that he's been out and he hasn't received anything it's amazing well he wouldn't be listed he wouldn't be listed among the 4,480 right yeah he's not I guess not I'm sorry in fact he told me he 32,000 Bill he told me that he 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 got blown up by not blown up I mean but he got hurt with a bomb that exploded one of those IUDs or whatever they call what what, what was it called that's what really scared scared these guys and gave them mental uh, right apparently Carl has this Carl ran it had a problem and he's injured he started telling me about his injuries and Renegade Nation you know, this is coming from a guy who's there. You know, we're not making it up. And, and, and so he's one of the people that they don't show, as, as Bill said, the unaccounted wounded because he has, he has issues uh, from being in the war. I, and so he, he does explain that during his show. And you should listen to what he has to say. If they, if they uh, don't pick you up in a helicopter immediately, then you're not counted. Right. So uh, those... those uh, You're not counted as wounded. I, uh, so, they Bill... Have to, they have to go and pick you up and take you to a hospital. If they do that, then you're listed among the uh, 32,000. So reading the story here, reading the story here in Our Missing News, those exposed to depleted uranium, toxic shrapnel, chemical agent-resistant paint, hepatitis... I'm not going to try that word. They, they call it the Baghdad boil, whatever boil. the hell, yeah, boil. whatever the hell that is. Um, uh, TB, uh, which is tuberculosis, uh, it's got it's got to be uh, a tremendous fever. 
TB, environmental hazards, are not listed as wounded. Wow. Most people that uh, they get this stuff wow. and have a chemical agent on them and so forth, they're not listed as wounded. They're not among the 32,000. That's, That's amazing, Bill. They're not reporting this. Ren- Renegade Nation, these are Americans fighting for freedom, fri- fighting for you, and they're not reporting back to us what the hell really happened to these guys. It's un. Yeah. Well, we, we enumerated the uh, the uh, people here. You know, uh, two hundred thousand there, two hundred eighty-five thousand over here, and when it all comes together, you've got about one third of all the troops that uh, that were, were in Afghanistan and still are, and uh, were in Iraq. Uh, about one third. That's five hundred thousand that have been wounded. That's amazing. And uh, we're, we're talking about uh, permanent injuries here, guys that, uh, that are afraid. Uh, also, this goes into, hey, hey, Bill, this also goes into the uh, law that they passed for the budget in regards to disability for veterans, people, the veterans that are messed up. And they said, I didn't read the whole thing, but from what I did read, you, had to, you have to have a certain amount of time in the service in a war zone to get these disability payments. And they've oh, yeah, cut. And they've they got all cu- kinds of games like that. There's a lot of games. I mean, you can get, you can get wounded on your first day there. Yeah. And, and here, here. Uh, so, well, we're sorry, you know, uh, you don't get any benefit. Because and, and, the, and the loophole, and the loophole in the law, Renegade Nation, is that they're, for the illegals that are here illegally in this country, they get a, um, a, a um, there's a hole in it somewhere where it, it, it helps children, but the disability for veterans and retirement for veterans who have been wounded in action, wounded in a war, is being depleted slowly but surely over a period of time so they, they could get this budget through, and it's hurting the American military, and especially uh, the service members, male and female, that fall for the country and got wounded and got hurt, and now they're suffering back here in, this, in their own country, and they're being depleted from uh, financial resources sources for themselves. It's, I, I, you know, I don't know why the American people are just blasting out on this bill. Why aren't they so upset? Well, because they don't know. It well, yeah. They're not being told by the evening news, are they? Well, I, I'm surprised that anybody even watches the evening news any, anymore. I, you know, it's talk shows like this one, and there's a lot of them out there that talk about this kind of stuff, whether you like it or not. You know, we do it. We do live in a country of uh, freedom of speech, renegade nation. We, you know, Bill tells you the way it is. Now, this would never have been on if Bill worked it at the networks or myself, and we came up with a story like this. This would have, this would never be on the air. You would never even know about any of this. It's secret. They keep it secret. They don't want you to know about it. And and the reasons, like you said, Bill. Why would anybody sign up if they're hearing something like this? And then they, then they couldn't have a war. Then they couldn't have a war. The banksters are at it again. They need to have a war in general dynamics and general electric and all of those companies that make war material would really be hurting. Absolutely uh, amazing. We don't want that, do we? No. We're going to take a break. Renegade Nation, when we come back, why our missing news is just that. We're going to take you inside the newsrooms, and Bill's going to talk about this, and we're going to get deeply into why they don't they don't tell you anything. They, they just won't. And Bill's going to explain it in detail to you how this works and how it doesn't work. Anyway, you listen to Renegade Talk. Richie, Marla, and Bill, we'll be right back.
family struggling to make ends meet, food and gas prices going up, even keeping my job was iffy. Then I learned about a new miracle drug made in Washington, D.C. Spend it all. Spend it all is Washington's answer to all the painful problems Americans face. How to borrow $800 billion for a stimulus that didn't create jobs or fix the economy? Spend it all. Spend it all is not for everyone. Side effects may include a mountain of government debt piled on our kids, a sudden loss of freedoms, higher prices for everything, leaving our kids a lesser America than we had. Ask your doctor or congressman if your conscience is strong enough for spend it all. And it's so popular in Washington, we have to borrow. I mean, import trillions more of it from China. Spend it all makes you feel better now and pushes off the really bad stuff till later for them to deal with. Call the White House and Congress. Tell them, stop spending it all. More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie, along with Marla, who's off today, and Bill Dean, formerly of CBS News, and the editor of Our Missing News. We're going to be talking about... What our missing news is just that. They don't tell you anything. Here we go. Got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. So you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? Well, you better stay or you better go shopping um, tomorrow. What's tomorrow? The 24th, right, Bill? Is it tomorrow the 24th? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it's almost New Year's Eve in the East Coast here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, No, Christmas Eve, too, not New Year's Eve. I mean, Christmas Eve. Have, have another shot of vodka. I'm, I'm rushing the season. You are rushing the season. You want to get out of this. Anyway, Renegade Nation, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the downloads. Merry Christmas to you and your family from Richie and Marla and Bill Dean and all of our friends and followers on Facebook and all the social networks, uh, including Tumblr and Twitter and, and all of them. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to be talking today with Bill about um, a slow news day. And a chance, uh, Bill's going to take you inside of America's big media newsroom so you can find out why you don't get the news you need to know, such as Mercury and your CFL lights and all this other stuff. So, Bill, Bill, yeah, he's going to talk about the Dreamliners and the stuff that they just don't tell you about that we have talked about on this radio station for over a year now and why they're not telling you about canola oil, which we uh, we got a lot of response on that, Bill, by the way, when we talked about canola oil. People were oh, really? absolutely... Oh, People yeah, were you like, what, huh? You know what can, uh, canola oil uh, means? It means CIN for Canada, believe it or not. Mm. They're the ones that came up uh, that were using rapeseed immediately. And uh, this, is, this rapeseed was used, was used to uh, fire up boilers 150 years ago, and it's quite poisonous. And uh, the ola on the end of uh, canola is for oil. So it's Canadian oil. Canadian oil. Uh, ah. The Canadians are a little bit ashamed uh-huh. of uh, being the inventors of uh, canola oil. Well, you know what I did like you did? I dumped all my canola oil. Renegade Nation, don't buy canola oil. Also, I did some research. There are no canola oil trees. 
Yeah, well, we're looking for one of our listeners. Looking. One of our yeah, listeners. When you find the canola yeah, tree, one of, hey, Bill, one of our listeners, Bill, one of our listeners actually emailed and said she found it to be absolutely disgusting about canola oil. She was sick to her stomach. She said, "I'm oh, so happy I, that you." Well, I got a. I, I I admitted it last week. I did not know. Uh, the, I thought the canola oil was pretty good for you, and uh, little did I know. You see, the thing is, is that this is a very poisonous seed, and through chemicalization and neutralizing and so forth, they think that it's not uh, poisonous anymore. Yeah, the potential uh, dangers of GMOs from Monsanto. It, it's it's just so bad. Um, well, yeah, but, but actually, for one thing, though, it, it, uh, a lot of a lot of people on a diet like it because there's not that many calories in it. But uh, you know, it, 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 we're telling you the other side of the story. Bill, in the newsroom, Bill, Bill, in the newsroom, when you come up with a story, let's say you do all the research, you find out about canola oil, you do all this, you interview people, you do the, you do everything a reporter's supposed to do, and then you take it to the editor. What happens when you have a story like this that is so dangerous and so, like, I mean, we're eating this stuff, and they want to get it on the air, and the reporter's being hardcore, and I know you, you uh, uh, this invest- investigative journalist, uh, John Rap- uh, Rappaport, um, yeah. and he got into all this, and he's, he's in independent we're going we're to try to get him on the renegade nation but you know part of every new reporter's training if he has or she has any ideals at all is marching into the editor's office with his hair on fire demanding to be given an assignment to expose a crime well the crime happens to be right now you got the gmo situation and this canola oil bill can you go more into detail about this when a reporter gets a story like this or whatever kind of story that could really hurt something and then they're thrown out of the office how does all this work it's a herd mentality and you can see it in the uh, in the press corps at the White House. Uh, if somebody gets to be tough, like they are getting to be tough now, and uh, they do seem to be doing their job against Obama because Obama is weakened now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he wasn't, uh, you wouldn't dare ask a tough question because if you did, you would lose your job uh, because the politics between the networks and the New York Times and so forth, and and uh, and the presidency is very important at at one particular time, and then and then when they are weakened, then they can be tough as hell. And right now, they can be very tough on Obama because they won't be hurt. But they have to know the politics when they can be tough, when they can't, and if they mess up, if they mix that up. If they don't get a story when they should have, and if they ask the question about a story that shouldn't be reported, they can be in trouble too. Wow, but, uh, it's very, very political. Yeah, it sounds like it. the White House. I wouldn't want to. You wanna... don't go crawling around the White House to get some exclusive story. Have you ever heard a, a correspondent say, "I've just learned from a source in the White House"? Oh no, not there. Not from maybe. Maybe you'll hear about it from somebody outside of the press corps, of the White House press corps, but you won't hear about it from the press corps because if they if they did that, uh, somebody would get in there and find out who, who revealed that information and they'd be gone, you'd be gone, and what a mess. The, the thing is, is that, is that we, you have to know what you can do and what you can't do. And uh, in every newsroom at ABC, they're watching CBS and and NBC and over at uh, at NBC they're watching CBS and ABC and what is up there 
what is up there and, and they've got to do or they've got to really consider why they don't do it. It's a herd mentality when so many people will say that are out of the business will say, you know, uh, the news is all the same. Well, the news is all the same because they're all watching each other and copying each other. Bill, and that, too, is a herd mentality. Bill, I've been doing that. I've been watching the CBS Evening News. I've been watching uh, NBC and ABC here and there um, religiously now for the past several months. And you're 100% right. Renegade Nation, you're seeing the same exact news. Exactly. Except in different time slots. They just switch them around. But I've been watching it so I can report back to you that they're, all three of them are doing the same exact thing. And when I guess when they tell Brian Williams, the golden boy over there at uh, NBC, uh, if he gets the green light, he would become an expert on Monsanto in three days. But then they would all copy all of that. And so we're not getting the news that we're supposed to be getting or investigative journalism as Bill. His whole career is based on investigative journalism. That, that seems to be gone. And when they do find something that needs to be told, they won't let it out. It's amazing, Bill. How, how Bill? Years ago, it used to be where you were trying to compete with the other stations. You were trying to compete with the other newspapers. Exactly, right. You were right. trying to get a story before they got a story. Right. Now, they're all, it's a herd mentality to protect themselves because they know, they think, if I'm out here on a limb with a story and nobody else is daring to do it, I'm going to, I can be sued and then I'll lose my job. The worst thing that you can do uh, now in the business is to not not to miss a story. The worst thing that you can do in the business is to simply do a story that the company may be sued about. They don't want they don't want good stories. And when you do do and when you do investigate, you can be sued. You know, Bill. That's a, Bill I have a question, and I think and uh, they don't want to be bothered about. I think a lot of Bill. I think a Bill. Bill. I think a lot of people want to know. The media is there to inform the American public. The media is there to be unbiased to tell us what's going on. How? Why? Extensively. <laughs> yeah, but why? <laughs> what happened? What, ha what, what, what happened? I mean, that's what no, the FCC it, does, right? It happened because you don't have a managing editor running running the corporation. It used to be that uh, at CBS particularly, and during the great uh, Murrow days, uh, even before Cronkite, uh, this was, uh, you know, you, you were independent of, uh, of uh, CBS corporation. You, you had such a, such a power that you could do exclusive things. And, um, and the, network, the network realized that they were making so much money doing real news that uh, they, uh, they let, the, uh, let the news operation run, a, run by itself. Bill, you know what but, I think, uh, Bill? You know what I then think? You got, then you got these big CEO guys come in, these multi, these billionaires, and they've taken over the networks. And now they they don't allow that, and they don't care. They have no interest in news. And Les Moonves at uh, at CBS, who's the president, the CEO, he says he says I he was quoted as saying, "I don't even know why we have an evening news." You see, this is where we've gone. Mm.
We do social media now, and you saw it on 60 Minutes yesterday. You see it every Sunday now. And if, if they can't do real news on 60 Minutes, we're not getting it anywhere. Yeah, we're not getting it. Uh, Bill, my, one of my questions um, would be to you. Uh, are the three major networks digging themselves out of business due to the internet uh, with the variety of information, variety of bloggers and webcast and radio stations like this one, are they are they losing? Are, are we looking ten years down the road where the networks are just gone? Because I think people, I think, huh? No, they're not just going to be gone. They are making so much money on their sports. They're making money on this uh, social media stuff, and they would just be very happy if they didn't even have to do news. But they are they are doing news, which is gossip and Hollywood stuff. Well, no. Oh, yeah, the Hollywood uh, gossip, that's a whole different... Fun and entertaining stuff. Yeah, but no, you know what, I, Bill... has taken the place of, of real news. Bill, don't you think a lot of people are fed up with the Kardashians and that Hollywood uh, extreme left-wing uh, bullshit? Um, and I think uh, after January 1st, when this health care plan hits, I don't really think people are going to care about Hollywood and these celebrities running around with all their money and they shove it up your ass. I, don't, I, I think that they need... People need to know what the hell is really going on and they're not getting the information except for the internet, Facebook, and stories that are popping up. And then all of a sudden, these people are unworthy. They don't have the right information or the right contacts. And this is bullshit. And they make it into BS. And it's all convoluted. Nobody. It's like the health care. I mean, everybody's fighting. We everybody's fighting about the health care bill. Nobody really knows what the health care bill is because nobody educated us. And that's what the senators and the people that we elected to office are supposed to do. Am I right? And then the media is supposed to report on that, and they didn't do it. They haven't reported That's anything. Right. Why can't they but report on the health care bill? I mean, you got the captain of the ship and he doesn't know where it's going. Well, that's the editors of CBS know. and NBC and no, ABC that aren't no, doing their jobs. Really you know what? Because you know, if they're going to tell if they're going to tell the truth about the health care bill. Let's just take that as an example or the GMO, it doesn't matter. You tell the people what's going on that's what they're there for to explain to us now you can take it from there it just happened last week with that duck dynasty thing when he got up on gq magazine and started telling about the gays and the anti-gay thing and his rant the bottom line is they reported on that but when it comes to the reality of life when it comes to health care and food consumption they're not reporting but they would rather go crazy on the duck dynasty shit what is wrong with these people Bill, uh, the, what the uh, hell happened? They're going to get in trouble with that. They, they, they can get in trouble if they start it talking died. about Bill, GMOs. Bill, they need to start uh, speaking. See, here's the thing about the GMOs. Duck Dynasty gets all those headlines. Do you think that was a that was a um, uh, a sideshow for us to be taken away from the real problems that are going on in this country, like health care? Well, did. Exactly. Did, whether they planned it or whether they didn't. But I know that they do you think they plan that? Really do want to do real news. I mean, here, here I am in the biggest market, and I'm, talk, I'm talking about local news. All they do is to report on accidents and shootings and I call, uh, some you know, controversial, uh, controversial thing between a couple Bill. of politicians at the city hall. Bill, you know what I call... And, Bill. and if they can't do it in New York, you know they're not doing it anyplace else. Bill, you know what I call local television news? Murder TV. I call it murder television. All they, they show... Found, though, I got to tell you, they have found that they do have an audience on that because people want to know what's going on around their neighborhood and they, they're they watching and they're seeing that somebody's been shot and they say, wow, that's only two blocks away from me. 
people. Well, I kind of disagree with that. Because, like yeah, that. Bill, Bill, you know what? And living in Hawaii, you don't see too much of this. You don't see every car accident, uh, all these uh, people being killed and, 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 you know, murdered. I mean, you see a lot of that. Uh, okay, it, we know what happens. We know it's there. But it seems to me, and this is going back way back into when I was living in Phoenix, that they show the majority of the news is murder, rapes, car accidents, yeah. but they don't get into the real world of how I, we're I living. Was, I, I was so naive when I, when I, uh, I started out to, as a disc jockey and I started, and then I got into news. I gradually worked my way into news and I became a news director up in Rochester, New York. And uh, I just have to, I have to tell you, I didn't know investigative journalism, but this guy who was a writer for, uh, a speech writer for Eisenhower, was the general manager, and I just have to tell you, this guy taught me investigative journalism, and I told him, I can remember when he was going to Spain one time on a vacation, and I said, you know, I think this is a pretty hot story, and we might get sued on this. He says, well, here's my lawyer's number. He was ready to do it. He, he was ready when, uh, when a sponsor, a big sponsor that had a two-year contract said, you know, if you don't get that story off the air, uh, we're going to cancel. And what do you think my general manager said? Well, what did he, he said, say? Well, he says, I can, if you tell me that story is inaccurate, if you tell me something's wrong with that story, I'll go and I'll investigate and I'll see if we can change it. If it is wrong, we will change it. And he says, but you can't tell me that. All you can tell me is that you don't like the story. And he says, I don't have any power to go into my own newsroom and tell him to get that story off the air. And he says, the story stays in it. If you want to, he says, you'll just have to cancel and wow. lose some money. And, you know, we had such high ratings because we were doing real news. Real news. And in Little Rochester, we turned Eastman Kodak upside down. Mm -hmm. we, we, we were doing pollution stories. We were doing racial stories. We were, and we did everything. I, I found stories of missing tires, 50, 50, uh, $500,000 worth of missing tires from the city. They didn't exist, and we traced it down. Oh, we, and we, we were being threatened, but you know what? We had the audience. We had 75 and 80 percent of the, of the audience. And this guy, I just love him. He he went out to uh, he found a, a little a little farming community in California called uh, San Jose. You ever hear of that? Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. uh, he moved into this little farming. He put uh, three stations into that little town <laughs> before it became known as Silicon Valley. Exactly. And um, mm. he, uh, he, I thought that when I got to bigger markets that I would have more control. And the farther, the higher, the closer I went to New York, the less I got. The more restrictions I got. Very restricted. Yeah. We were doing. Well, everybody's been really restricted. My my take on the Duck Dynasty thing, they blew that up and they blew it up, Renegade Nation. They blew that up and they really, really wanted you to pay attention to Duck Dynasty. But when it comes to GMOs, it comes to healthcare, it comes to all the other uh, serious, 
stories that need to be discussed. Sevens have never been corrected. Right. Um, they still don't know why lithium batteries catch on fire. The planes are back in the air. I have never heard the networks tell us. I have never heard anything on the networks either. But again, we go back to Duck Dynasty. That itself, Renegade Nation. Okay, it's freedom of speech. The guy said what he did. But what the media did was blow it up so bad that Facebook was just... In fact, they had a Facebook page, uh, Bill. I don't know if you know that, for Phil Robertson uh, from Duck Dynasty. The That page on Facebook got 500,000 likes in two hours. That's how much attention that they pay to this to that story. But if you put up a story about a GMO or you put a page up about uh, you know the healthcare plan and this and that, you're not going to get five hundred thousand likes in two hours. The the American people need to wake up. That's that, when you that, go into a newsroom. Uh, when you go into the you know you're a creative uh, journalist and you got a real hot story, and you go into the news director and it's like they're they're a broken record. That's they they want to survive, and they know that they may not survive if they come up with a story that's incorrect or a story that's a blockbuster and nobody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. As I say, it's a herd mentality. They all want to do if they they all want to do a controversial story if the other others are doing it too so then they can turn around and say well they're doing it too so we're okay bill the argument you would be but there bill. And you you tell him a story you tell the news director a story that he hasn't heard and it, it is really dynamite and worthwhile but controversial they might get in trouble and he has he has a, a song to sing mm-hmm. he says uh, well we've already covered that uh, it's old news. People aren't interested in that. It's too complicated. The evidence you're showing me is thin. You'll never get to the bottom of it, and you can't do the story unless you do. The people involved won't talk to you. And if none of these lies work, the editor might say, if you keep pushing this, I'm telling you, it would be bad for your career. And uh, you'll lose access for other stories, and you'll be thought of as weird. Wow! You know, because you're not doing what the others are doing. Mm-hmm. So everybody. Well, that was the that, that's yeah. the reason about television and radio and news reporting is to get the story, uh, get it first, and get it out there uh, instead of copying each other. Well, so you want to be first on a plane crash, an automobile accident, a shooting. Yeah, but you want to be that, first maybe in the GMO know, situation, getting into the GMO um, uh, mess that uh, a reporter could really, really uh, make. Well, that's too controversial. Well, well but, yeah, but, but you can get, con- Bill, you can get controversial. Look what happened to the Duck Dynasty thing. Look at that controversy compared to the food that we're eating. And, and you think that the GMO thing would be bigger than Duck Dynasty. Why are the American people not paying attention to it. Okay, and healthcare. Well, they don't understand. You know, I was thinking as I was walking back to my apartment this afternoon, is that, is that you know, this this land, we are poisoning the whole land with GMOs. Once you plant a GMO, once you plant that way, you can't go back to natural food. And where the hell, when we realize how awful what they've done and what they've done to us. Where are we going to plant real food again? Well, 
That's the reason the media is supposed to be talking about this, Bill. So yeah, the American people again, this. again, let's it's go back to Bill. Let's go. You know, they they sell. I mean, Bill. they sell uh, too much cereal at the at the networks. Bill, and those cereals again, are yeah, right, right. They're all in cahoots with the banksters, and that's why you don't get the news that you're supposed to be getting. But Duck Dynasty and him saying anything about the gays. Oh my God, that'll get real big, and it got really big, and people got real pissed off about that, but it really comes down to healthcare and knowing what the hell's really going on, or the GMO situation, or the lithium batteries, and all of the stuff that the, the networks don't talk about. But they sure will talk about Duck Dynasty. They sure will um, well, get into that really mess. Well, get in trouble with that, and you can talk, you can say anything you want about a senator, because they can't really sue you. Exactly. Senators can say anything that they want about other senators, and mm -hmm. that's good gossip. Good gossip. Uh, anyway... Nonsense. But it's uh, it's safe and it's a little entertaining. On that note, hopefully, uh, that Bill next year will will have uh, maybe things will change around a little bit. But I I um, I don't want to be a depressing at uh, Christmas time. But I don't I, think I, so. I just, I just uh, tell the uh, tell you that uh, on on my Twitter, I was just amazed at the number of people that really rose up a couple of days ago when I explained that uh, uh, that Hershey's kisses. Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people buy them for. for for Christmas, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they're kind of cute and so forth. But uh, but I said that uh, that uh, Hershey's has to make two different products. One for the Europeans, they will not allow GMOs in their chocolate or anything else. And uh, uh, I reported that, and we we have the GMOs over in the United States. Why do we have it? Because Monsanto has so much power over the politicians. Well, we need and, to get into that will story. Anybody, will anybody on the network tell you that? Nope. No. No. We're gonna get. I'm gonna get into that uh, Hershey thing next week, and. And so no, on that note, we do that. You know, next week we'll do We'll make a, make a note of that in your computer there, uh, Bill. We'll talk about the Hershey Kisses and what's going on at Hershey and what's being shipped over to Europe and what's being, uh, what's being made here in America. Anyway, on that note, Renegade Nation, we want to say thank you so much uh, from myself and Marla and, of course, Bill Dean and all of our followers yeah, and friends. Sorry we couldn't hear from Marla. Yeah, well, she, she showed up and then she had to leave again. But anyway, she's not feeling well, but she'll be okay. Uh, on that note, Renegade Nation... Merry Christmas. Okay, I played the wrong song here. What a drag. I didn't want that. I wanted this one. This is, there we go. Anyway, we're, we're going to go. Merry Christmas to everybody. Bill, thank you. Enjoy. We'll see you next year.